Hey guys, it's Adam and Hey guys, it's Adam and Sean of the Dollar Ben. We are here recapping our SPX 2016 experience here in Dollar Ben Studios on the floor with all of our SPX purchases spread out around us. We sit and uh, we're going to be talking about and reviewing the things that we picked up at SPX, maybe a little bit also about the show itself. Uh, we posted some pictures on uh, our Instagram, the Dollar Bin Productions, Dollar Bin Productions Instagram. Uh, we also, I took a bunch of pictures. I need to post those. I haven't done that yet. I took three and they were all blurry. <laughs> so I'm I not going to post one. And I did a little bit of video as well, which may end up in something one day, someday. Okay. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so this is uh, hopefully, I'll have posted this later this week and this will be like, four, five episodes back to back to back to back to back wow. of posting. And hopefully we'll be able to continue this trend to bring you guys quality comic book discussions. Uh, for those of you just joining, The Dollar Ben has been a podcast since I believe 2007, maybe 2006. And uh, we've been talking about comics and covering comics and stuff. And all of it's on thedollarben.net. Back on our website, we have pretty much all the way back to our first episodes. So that is almost 365, it's over 365 episodes because we have all of our panels that we've recorded at Heroes Con and SC Comic Con. And some, I, we have a couple panels from New York Comic Con that we uh, got from the audience. And there's plenty of interviews and plenty of stuff to go back and listen to. Also, you can scroll back through our iTunes where we can be found. Also write a review because last I checked, I don't think we have any. But I think it's because oh, wow. we changed feeds at one point uh, and yes. all of our reviews went away. So we have no reviews on iTunes. So feel free to go review the Dollar Bin on iTunes and feel free to share these shows with people and all of our interviews and everything. And uh, yeah, I got enough about us. Let's talk about SPX. But first. Yes. If. You are so inclined and would like a signed copy of Motor Crush Number Zero, which is hard to get. It was a retailer exclusive, but when we went to Dragon Con at the panel, we were given copies of Motor Crush Number Zero. And to give back to our fans, we're doing a contest. You can win an issue of Motor Crush Number Zero signed by Babs Tar, Brendan Fletcher, and Cameron Stewart, all three creators. All you have to do is listen to both episodes of our Dragon Con review show, or post-Dragon Con show, yep. parts one and two. You'll find two, two, count them, two <laughs> things to do. That's it. You listen to two shows, you email us with two separate things, we pick a winner, and we'll be announcing that soon, because the contest ends... It ends at uh, Comics Best which I believe we determined is... October 29th is the last Saturday in October. Yeah. So uh, that's when the contest ends. We will be at Richard's Comics and Collectibles for Comics Fest. Yes. Um, helping out and running some... Uh, looks like there's going to be some tunes playing. Some Halloween tunes will be playing on the... Old, Does Monster uh, Mash on loop? Yeah. <laughs> Does Monster Mash uh, on Jay loop? Chris Campbell's putting together a uh, playlist. Oh, wow. And uh, so we're going to have... Um, Greg Bo Watson, Dwayne Ballinger, not to be confused with Dwayne Ballinger. J. Chris Campbell, Joey Weiser, 
Christopher Lockwood. And Wes Brooks. And I think that might be it. But there's also going to be a costume contest. So uh, last year, Sean took pictures of all the, the kids in costumes. Oh, and... man. I'm hoping to do that this year. Um, I'm probably going to go as um, Garth from Wayne World. <laughs> <laughs> I, Which is I'm basically just my regular clothes. Wayne. Oh, you're not? It's no. Okay. No. Yeah. So we will be at Comics Fest, and because we're posting so many episodes now, you'll hear us talk about it again before it actually happens. But uh, right now, SPX. Cool? Yes. I we're just good? wanted to talk about Motor Crush, listen to the Dragon Con, part one and two. Yep. Uh, part one's got a password. Part two has a contest. Those are the two things you're going to get. Uh, we've had a few entrants already, so uh, feel free to join the fray. Yes. Battle it out for mm -hmm. Motor Crush. Yeah. Number zero. Yep. Okay. So, Sean and I went to SPX. This is my ninth year, I believe. So, I have one more year to reach 10. I don't think I get any kind of medal or anything for that. A lot of people who go to SPX, this has been They're well like 20th over 10th time. <laughs> <10th> year. That <laughs> yeah. means very little in SPX time. I'm trying to think. I was this, is this, I've been going ever since we were married. So, this is my sixth. Yeah. One, or 10, 11, 12. <laughs> 13, 14, 15, 16, seventh one. Because you get to count 2010. Because uh, yeah. I went in 2010. Mm -hmm. So seventh year. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. We've been going a while. We've bought a lot of books over the years. Uh, this year, I actually reeled it in a little. And I loosened it up a lot. Uh, we both had kind of goals going in to SPX. Um, and then mine got a little crazy because I got paid on Friday and SPX was Saturday and Sunday. So I was like, I want to take some money out the bank. Yep. And I spent it all. And so whereas Sean was focusing on buying all these books, uh, I bought some books mainly from, I bought some books from creators I've never bought things from, uh, but I bought me a lot of stuff from creators that I normally buy things from. And I, like I said, took a lot of pictures and talked to a lot of people too. Yeah. So uh, I think it's very odd. We actually, I'm pretty sure by the end of the day, Saturday, we had almost bought all the books that we had sought out to buy. Um, the, it was full. It was not super crowded like it's been in the past, though. So we were really able to, I think, see tables a lot better than we have been I able to in the so. past. I, I don't know what it was. But yeah, I mean, I, it was a lot easier to navigate. Yeah. Um, usually Saturday, we just kind of look around. It's busy, so we don't really do too much, but we catch up with people, see our friends, buy a few things, and kind of get a scope of what we want to get, kind of get a lay of the land. But this year, I went in, I pretty much knew what I wanted, but I knew I did want to look around and get some kind of newer things, um, kind of get more diverse comics is what I was mm. my intention. My goal was to get comics with swords in them and axes. Swords and Axes. That was my target. I decided this year I wanted to buy a bunch of books with Swords and Axes. How did you feel? Did you feel like you accomplished your goal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it like, it like, I was like, okay, there's always like fantasy books and stuff like that. I mean, there's fantasy sports and like the Boston books, which I couldn't get because we ordered fantasy sports through Diamond. 
so I couldn't buy it at SPX or a lot of books. That's the reason I think I have so few books. Sean pre-ordered most of my books through Diamond. <laughs> yeah, and those were most of the books that I pre-ordered were the expensive hardcovers. That's true. Yeah. So it's kind of good because we were able to spread the money around a little bit more by yeah. buying, mm -hmm. you know, smaller comics. Yeah. Yeah. So it worked out. Like uh, I recently, um, we picked up. Uh, my Margot Malou, which is a was a is a web comic by Drew Wang, but he's also got it printed now through First Second. Oh, is that who did that? Yeah. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, that's a really nice book. It's a really good book. It's a hardcover. It's in. Uh, it's just really good. It's uh, check out Margot Malou on uh, internet as well. It's a web comic. You can just do Drew Wang, uh, E W E I N G. Um, search that or Margot Malou. And uh, or the creepy case files of Margot Malou to be more specific. M A R G O T M A L O O. I don't know why it turned into like a football chant. I don't even think you spelled it right. I thought I did. M A R G O T Margot, and then Malou M A L O O. Isn't yeah, that it? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I wasn't really paying attention then. No, it's so, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that um, I did not get that from Drew, and there was a couple other things. Do you remember some of the other ones that we didn't pick up that were new to SPX, but we pre-ordered them? <clears throat> I don't know. There is a couple. I, ha I had a list of everything somewhere. I don't know what happened to the list. That's fine. So let's. I want to dive in. You want to dive in? I want to dive in. I was you just talking about web comics, in. and now I dive have like in. a segue. So I was talking about Margot Malou and webcomics and uh, printed. There also is an amazing webcomic by Jim Rugg. Uh, maybe you guys have heard of Jim Rugg. We've talked about him. We buy art from him. He's a super nice guy. He's out of Pittsburgh. He did the, the podcast uh, Tell Me Something I Don't Know uh, with Jason Lex and Ed Piscor for some of the episodes. And they're really good. You should look those up if you can find them still. Yeah. They're on Boing Boing. They're really good. And uh, so he does a webcomic called Street Angel. Actually, he, he does a comic called Street Angel, uh, which is also a character in Aphrodisiac, another book that he did. Um, so the latest is is uh, the Street Angel webcomic. And uh, yeah, um, it's super duper good. And I've really enjoyed it. And he printed the first volume, the first issue from the webcomic in mini comic form. And I'm really hoping that this book gets picked up. <laughs> uh, and printed. It's yeah. Street Angel so good. Like you, can, you can pick up the original Street Angel book, and uh, like I said, uh, she also appears in Aphrodisiac. Or Aphrodisiac appears in Street Angel, and uh, yeah. So anyway, this is uh, it's, it's uh, Jesse Sanchez, who is a basically a homeless girl who lives on the streets, and she's uh, a badass uh, fighter, kung fu and whatnot. She's like a street ninja, a little uh, teenage girl street ninja skateboarder. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And uh, she's always, like, fighting street gangs and stuff. Well, this is uh, this issue is um, Street Angel and Alcatraz Jr. So, essentially, she goes to Juvie. And uh, it's, about, it's about her and uh, her time in Juvie and kind of why she's there and whatnot. And it's really good. And, it's, you know, it's by, um, it, you know, Street Angel is Jim Rugg and Brian Maraca. And I've never met him. I haven't either. So I don't really know uh, anything about him. <laughs> I don't either. And I, and I, and I, it's, I just, it's so sad. I completely associate all these things with just Jim Rugg. Yeah. Because of that. But um, no, Jim Rugg is fantastic. Yes. So, uh, you know, he did those ballpoint pen sketches a while ago. 
and I think he still does them some. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, Street Angel. Uh, check out the, again. Check out the web comic. I, I don't know that you can do a Jim Rugg search, J I M R U G G, or Street Angel, and this is uh, really good. It's uh, there's um, there's another story that he has out that's in the web comic before this one even, and it's printed. And uh, does he have his Christmas story up there? No, I don't okay. think so. I I don't know. I don't think so. But then also, Sean and I bought a page at this last Heroes Con. One of our original art pages that we purchased was the Street Angel page, which is really cool. Yeah, it which is. Which I'm really happy about. Uh, <laughs> yes, but I want to talk about Street Angel, Jim Rugg, and Street Angel. Definitely. Like, it's a webcomic, man. And I know, like, I don't read a lot of webcomics. There's, like, two webcomics I read. Margot Malou, Street Angel. Those are the only two that I regularly read. And if you um, follow them, they update regularly. And they're really easy to check out and read. The only problem I have with Street Angel is because it is, like, he posts, I think, twice a week. Yeah. But it's so good that, like, you get this real exciting buildup on uh, each each page. And it's like, one page! And you get real excited. And then, boom! Back to real life, man. And that's just depressing. <laughs> so Yeah, real life sucks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Street Angel. Jim Rugg. Jesse Sanchez. Check her out. Right. Oh, man. Okay, so um, I was hoping for a good segue of a book that's a webcomic that I can kind of like, you know, piggyback off of yours, but I don't have anything. But I do have Ed Lu's Wovable Oaf Blood Metal. This is the second Wovable Oaf collection through Fanographics. So this is more of kind of like one-page stories and kind of short stories. Um, Oaf is a, he's a bear. In the gay sense. <laughs> um, but he's like, he's a wrestler. But he's just like a, a nice guy. He's an everyday wrestling, big, giant, hairy gay man. Um, at the end of Ed's introduction, it says, These stories prove there's an oaf for all occasions. An oaf in everyone's life. And hopefully a little oaf in, us, in all of us. And I like to think so. But this was a lot of fun. Like, I really enjoyed reading this. Um, I took a bit of a chance on it because I hadn't read any of his stuff before. But I really, really enjoyed the story and just kind of like the fun playfulness of it. It is a little risque. So if, you know, you're offended by lots of dicks, you might not want to pick this book up. But if you're comfortable with wrestling, hairy men... A few penises. This will be right up your alley. Wovable oaf. And there are little demon kitty cats in it too. And they're adorable. Like, adorable. They've got wings and they fly around. Who doesn't like kitty cats? You know? And he drew he drew one in the front of mine. It's awesome. Yeah. He's a super nice guy. We chatted um, for a little bit about um, Battle Vests. Because he had a very nice one. And I wanted to know where he got his. Because I've been searching... Goodwills for a nice battle vest and haven't found one yet. One day. One day I'll find one. One day. And put my patches on it. <laughs> Alright, so speaking of uh, slightly inappropriate sometimes, I'm going to go with our good friend, Rob Allman. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, Rob Allman, as you know, is known for doing old-timey hockey tales mm -hmm. and... Just, uh, that's it, right? That's super. Oh, yeah, that's... And, um, diamonds are a girl's worst 
enemy. Yep, and titties. Yeah, he's also <laughs> known for, I believe they're called unigirls. Oh, yeah, those two. Why do you only have one sock on? Because <laughs> I had a hole in the other sock. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I took a picture and posted us on Instagram of us recording. Yeah. So you can see that Adam's only wearing one sock. <laughs> um, so Rob Allman, he's not just about titties. No, he's not, Adam. He's, uh, but... He also has done Banana Hammock. Yeah, he also did Banana Hammock. But Teeny Bikini 10. 10? 10. He's done 10 of those? A collection of his, it's his uh, sketches. Uh, mostly of beautiful women. Uh, some... Moderately attractive women? <laughs> I was going to say in the nude. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, and a couple other, uh, a couple other things, some, some, uh, Spot illustrations and stuff that he did, uh, for illustrations he did for uh, publication and stuff as well. But uh, so Teeny Bikini 10 is a collection. It's uh, the biggest Teeny Bikini that I've seen to date. Um, it is beautiful. His, his artwork is awesome. There are even a few color. Yeah, there's a couple color pages in here. Yeah. Uh, there's, he's got a Batgirl. Um, he's got a lot of stuff in here. Uh, Rob Allman. As, oh, there's a there's an Aquaman. Oh, nice. In there, so with the, with the hook hand. What well, hook hand Aquaman? So, uh, yeah. Oh, and there's uh, Shadow. So there's some dudes in here too. Yeah. It's not just about teeny bikinis. Uh, some baseball players, hockey players. We got hockey players. Girl taking off her underwear. It's running the gambit, man. There's all sorts of stuff in this teeny bikini ten. So Rob Allman has been doing these teeny bikinis for a while. They're normally like uh, kind of quarter sheet books. Uh, this is, a, uh, I guess, a half half book probably. Mm, half page book. But uh, like Sean said, there's color in here. It's number 10. I believe we may have all of them. There's color and it also goes a little blue. Oh, the cover's <laughs> the blue. The cover's blue. Oh, oh. oh, man. Yeah. So we couldn't do a real high five because we were right below the mic. Also, yeah. we're recording with a, uh, a shotgun mic yeah. today. And so. if you follow us on Instagram, you can see because I kind of yeah. did. So you'll probably hear us flipping through the books even more than you'll hear us talking. This is what books sound like. That's what books sound like. Okay, so Rob Ballman, Teeny Bikini 10. He also has a ton of other stuff we mentioned, Old Time Hockey Tales, Diamonds Are a Girl's Worst Enemy, uh, which I and Sean love, and um, I love Rob Ballman's sequentials. He does do these great kind of pinups and illustrations and stuff. But I really think that his sequentials are uh, stronger than than he probably thinks they are. Pick up grand gestures. I know it was written like 15, 20 years ago or however long, but it is really good. Yeah. And um, I know like Rob says, you know, obviously sequentials are harder. And uh, oh, But he yeah. does the Unigirls and we have a few of those. We bought a few of his at uh, art auctions and stuff like that. We've got a few commissions from him as well. Um, definitely check out Rob Allman. That's... Uh, Rob Allman, you can find him on the internet and uh, look up all these things. Um, all right, so I'm gonna go. I don't know if I should. How? What's what's our rating? Should I say this? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it is what it is. Um, I mean, we're trying to be cleaner, but I can say F. You can go F myself by Mike Freyhate, which I think that's how you say his name. I think so. Yeah, this is a that's how we say his name. Yeah, that's how we say it. <laughs> this is a mini comic, and it is very. Is that Risograph? Is that what this is? I haven't. I don't know it's any of very, that stuff. It's like a it's screen print Risograph. Yeah, it's just, I it's don't. very neon pink. That's what this is too. Yeah. And it's awesome. 
the cover's very eye-catching, and you flip through, and it's just a great story about, it just kind of trails in and out of different things. I don't even know how to describe it, because it's kind of, it's about Mike, but it almost feels like it's just a dream sequence, because one minute it's him beating up Ronald McDonald, and him running, and his feet are sore, but then his feet come off, and then the next minute it's him in space. But it's like short stories, but it's collected, but it kind of, it flows. It flows very well. Yeah. It's really a book. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I highly recommend anything that Mike does. Look him up. Freyheit, F-R-E-I-H-E-I-T. So. Very good storyteller. Very good artist. Fun book. Uh, I was going to hold my swords and stuff to last but I want to kind of, I believe that this is also a, um, we don't know what to call it, print cover. Man, it's got that pretty pink, that neon yeah, pink stuff. It, but it's got like a texture to it. Yeah. So I picked up Death Knight, and it is, uh, Death Knight in the City in Stasis. I, uh, it's from, uh, man, uh, Jimmy Geigerich was what I'm going to go with. And I've never bought anything from him before. I didn't really even talk to him. I talked to him briefly. We were walking by, he had that neon pink cover, which is what stood out, but he uh, he had a few other books, and I kind of had wished, I meant to go back after I flipped through this some more, to go back and pick more of his stuff up, because he had a few more books, I only picked this one up, but uh, yeah, Death Knight in the City in Stasis, it's, um, it's about Death Knight, who is a character who I was just introduced to, uh, maybe there's more stories that I haven't read. This is just the one that I happen to pick up. I'm trying to find like a copyright or anything, like any kind of date or year on it. And I don't see anything. Uh, <laughs> his name is on here. So at least I knew that and I knew the title of it, but I can't give you any other information about him other than uh, his, it's called Death Knight and the City in Stasis. It's uh, really, really good. It's good use of swords. Hmm. Um, a lot of like fighting and uh, it's like uh very uh, fantastic, and the art is really good in it. The print quality is really good on it. The cover is awesome looking, which is, again, what dragged, which uh, grabbed my attention, dragged oh, yeah. my attention. Because literally, I was just walking by it and turned around yeah. because it dragged me to it. You're like, hey, there's a sword. Let me flip through this. Yeah, so I'm going to have to look up more on him. He did a little sketch on the inside cover when I bought it. Um, I was very happy to take my money, and it's very, very pleasant <laughs> to talk to briefly. Yeah. But um, it's been, it's it's cool. It's yeah. got a good ending. It's a good setup. So it's self-contained? Yeah, it's self-contained, but I'm sure it's part of a bigger story, you know? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it, it is kind of like self-contained. And, you know, there's pink on the inside of this. Yeah, I noticed I just, that too. I don't I don't know how this stuff get printed, man. Because yeah. it looks like it's kind of, it's really cool because it looks like it's kind of coming off. But then it looks like, you know, it's supposed to be like that. I'm sure he didn't hand bleach them all. Like Wes Brooks did with his ridiculous covers that he did. Yeah. Uh, hand embellish them with bleach. That dude's crazy. But uh, no, but it's really good. And I'm really, I'm really happy with this purchase. I don't remember what I paid for it, but I wish I had bought the rest of his stuff while I was there. Hopefully I'll either find him online or remember to look more of his stuff up next time we go back to SPX. Boom. Back All right. Okay. So back to me. There is no clear segue. Grab because, something. Because Just you know grab a hold of that's it. what we did, and that's that's why like I had so much trouble. I was trying to sort books between mm -hmm. like new things and you know 
regulars, but it's just that everything kind of bleeds into each other. Just do it. I'm going to talk about Jen Bartell. Okay. I bought her, her Monochromatic Girls. It is a kind of a, it's not a sketchbook. It's a art book of pinups of ladies, punk ladies for the most part. And they're all monochromatic. <laughs> so it's like, here's an orange girl and a green one and a yellow one and a purple girl and a blue girl. And they are amazing. Like, I really like her stuff. I've been reading Jim and the Holograms, mm -hmm. and she does some of the covers for those. I really like Is that how you knew about her stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how, um, that's how I knew about her. And she was at Heroes. So doing cover work pays off. I think it does. Huh. Yeah. She was at Heroes, and I wasn't yeah. able to pick up anything by her. Yeah. But it's just a very, very diverse cast of characters. You've got a girl in a hijab. You've got girls in dreads, curls. Long hair, short hair, natural, in a bun. You know, it's just it's just really cool, interesting kind of character studies, almost. Um, so I really enjoyed flipping through it and enjoyed her work. Cool. Yeah. Did you pick up anything from Ad House? I did not. Okay, well, I did. Uh, the very first thing that I purchased at SPX was Project Telstar Collection, which uh, has been sold out for forever. And Pitzer just got a hold of some of these, and he pointed it out to me, knowing that I was going to buy it immediately without question. So this was my first purchase, and it was from Ad House Books. And I've read a few of the stories. It's, an, it's a, a, a collection. And I've read a few of them. I read uh, the Gregory Benton one and a few others that I can't... Rob Allman has a story in here. It's actually um, a pretty cool collection. Jay Geladoff. Um, who else? Let's see. I'm just kind of flipping through it. Uh, let's see. Some other names that I, I read a lot of stuff from. Man, Gregory Benton's is really long. It's funny. Scott Morris has got a thing in here. And it's so uh, funny that we, we didn't know some of the people when that came out. No, no. But we know Jeffrey them now. Brown. Yeah. Yeah, like that's the cool thing because, I mean, when this came out, uh, yeah, uh, Chris Pitzer has got a thing in here. I just saw a name uh, that I passed. Zach Soto. Uh, yeah, lots of guys in here. I guess I could have just read the table of contents instead of just flipping through <laughs> the book. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, let's see. I don't, I don't know when this came out, but I know that I now own it. 2003. See, I wasn't even living in South Carolina yet in 2003. Uh, I was in Maryland. I would have never known anything about this. I was reading a few comics at the time, but I completely missed out on this. And even if I was around, I probably, I may, may have picked it up. I don't know. But now I'm like way more familiar with the people's art in here. So it's more fun to go back. And kind of flip through and read old stories by people. Yeah. But there's some great people in here, and I'm really glad that uh, Chris was able to get a get a few of these. Now, if I can just get that hardcover Project Superior, that would uh, I, I I don't know that would say my ad house collection is complete because it is ever growing. And if Chris Pitzer tells you something's good, then you buy it because it's good. Because Chris Pitzer knows good. He does. I'll say it every year at SPX. When Chris Speaking. Pitzer says buy something, you buy it. Speaking of Chris Pitzer, so I didn't pick up anything from Ad House, but I picked up Trevor by Luke Howard, 
Luke Howard has a book, Talk Dirty to Me, that's put out through Ad House. That book is really good. Um, I got to talk to his girlfriend about it some, and she told me like the best story. So the book is about a phone sex operator, and she, um, she kind of helped Luke with some of the research for it. And she told her dad that she helped him with some of the research for it. <laughs> and her dad read it thinking that it was about her. <laughs> so he read it thinking that his daughter was a phone sex operator. That wasn't the research that she did for it. <laughs> like it was, um, I think she did, she did something else. And it was just really like, I was like, oh my God, that's so awkward. <laughs> but it was so funny. So I picked up Trevor by Luke Howard. Um, it is about a bunny rabbit and it's really dark. <laughs> it is really dark. Which is why I haven't read it yet. Yeah, so a man picks up a bunny rabbit for a gift and then he gets snowed into a cabin. But it doesn't go the way you think it would, or does it? <laughs> but it doesn't. But it was really, it was really good. Yeah. Really. I really enjoy his kind of sense of humor. I've read a few of his his yeah. books besides Talk Dirty to Me. And it's just, he's got a very vast art style. Like it, one thing doesn't necessarily fit in with the other. Like it's, it's pretty, he's very diverse in, mm -hmm. in his storytelling and in his art styles, which is pretty, yeah. pretty different. Yeah. You know, a lot of times you can kind of, you can kind of see like, okay, that's their art style. But I like it when people kind of expand. Yeah. This other book down here, you picked that up at that house table. I, I did. Right. Else, right. Right beside. Um, Chris brought a few Richmond guys with him because he. Virginia guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because he um, a few people canceled. Uh, Rube yeah. Reinberg, who was supposed to come with him, broke his leg. Yeah, and since he was traveling from Denmark, yeah, he wasn't able to make it. It's hard to travel from Denmark with a broken leg. Yeah, so I bought uh, a little print and a little mini comic from Matt Harrison. Mm -hmm. Um, the he, he did, I kind of, I really wish that I got an X Men number one. <laughs> he took X Men number one and rewrote the dialogue. So this is a like a panel from like an X-Men comic. Um, and it's great. It's um like something on fire floating down, and then there's a thought bubble. Lord Zeno, my home is a fire, and then it's like angels swooping through, and I was like, oh, I handle this with my bird farts. <laughs> it's just really funny. I don't know, bird <laughs> farts, it's funny. Um, but so the mini comic I got is Dicks Through History, and it's famous people like Danny DeVito but they're naked and so you go see their little tiny little willy and so he told me like what celebrity would you like to see naked and it took me a while um I didn't know it's kind of an awkward question I didn't think I would get asked that so I said um you know like every girl John Steinbeck <laughs> so he drew you know dude with the mustache on the book and it says try moon is down and I thought it was really funny that of all the books <laughs> by John Steinbeck he picked um, Moon is Down so it's very it's very cute uh, yeah. I'm sorry I was having trouble paying attention to Sean's review uh, because across from him at the ad house on the other side was Greg Steele and I purchased from him Kitties which I believe has it has a hammer in it I don't know about a sword there's gotta be a sword here somewhere right Anyway, he drew a bunch of comic book characters like Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Punisher as kitty cats. 
or kitty cats as the characters. It's amazing. It is the cutest thing that I picked up. I picked up some cute stuff this year, too. Being that I bought a bunch of books with swords and, <laughs> and axes and stuff, there's still some adorable stuff in here. Yeah. But kitties has to be the most adorable thing I picked up. My fit. Well, I, I keep changing. Is, no. it, is it Black Panther? The Black. That's why I just stopped that. I yeah, stopped at the Black, Black Panther's Panther really one. Good. Is really good. Punisher's great. Punisher. Uh, the Tony Stark one. Uh, is I think the Tony amazing. Stark is my favorite. Uh, I'm gonna make Sean kitty, take a picture. Sean, little, you need to take a picture of this. It's the little kitty stash. Need, I think. Yeah. We want to do the the Tony Stark. Yeah, we'll because we'll it's very this. visual. All right, we're posting this on our Instagram, uh, Dollar Bin Productions Instagram. Oh wait, hold on. You got to focus. Gotta, well, I I gotta down. get. I gotta get the what? Instagramming is hard. So anyway, yeah. Kitty's uh, the cover. It's it's cool. It's funny because on the back he's got like or inside he's got where he's trying to name it and stuff, and it's just really really good. And the art is hilarious. And uh, big fan of Kitty's. I'm a big fan of kitties, and uh, <laughs> you can look up uh, local heroes, localheroescomics.com, and uh, harringtoncomics.com is what he's got on the back there. Local Heroes is the comic book store that helped publish it. Cool. And, uh, yeah, so kitties, a collection of cats drawn as heroes by Greg Steele. Hilarious. I love it. He did a little sketch inside it. Yay. Yay, kitties. Um, speaking of adorable, I picked up Magical Character Rabbit by Kanoko Evans, and it is adorable. It is the perfect Halloween book. It's purple and orange, and it's about a witch rabbit, and it's just a cute, great story. Um, there are foxes and birds and all kinds of different anthropomorphic characters and there's some ghosts and it's just it's just a fun fun book i think of the the books that i wasn't familiar with that i just kind of picked up just on a whim i think this was my favorite so good just like the ending just makes you feel good about yourself it's just such a fun book yeah speaking of adorable kitties no, go ahead. You, well, you want to no, do it? wrap no, up? You want to wrap? Say made... the name of the book again. Say the name of the book again. Magical character rabbit. So much fun. Makes you feel good about yourself. There, I think there are kitty cats in here. <laughs> well, there's definitely kitty cats in here. <laughs> Speaking of adorable kitties, which I was doing earlier. Oh, hey, I got a good segue. Oh, do you? After adorable kitties? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do it. So, speaking of adorable kitties, I bought Kitty Cutthroats by Autumn Haynes. And Autumn is another uh, creator from Richmond. And she, uh, I, think, I think she's from Richmond, I believe. She sits up, sets up next to um, Jared Cullum. Maybe you've heard us mention him. Uh, Jared Cullum, known for his watercolors. He's kind and, of a big deal. <laughs> he's kind of becoming a, quite a big deal. Uh, we also, I don't know, are we talking about that? Oh, we can. We can I later. left it out. Okay. We can uh, mention it if you want to. Yeah, so we briefly. picked up uh, his Heroes Con uh, kind of wrap-up book, Jared Cullum, which is uh, his journal comic from his experience at Heroes Con this year. Yeah, so it's a uh, You're a Good Bear Bear, and mm -hmm. it's basically his story about Heroes Con, and the first time he went, he was super overwhelmed, very anxious, mm -hmm. and then he started setting up, and he was super overwhelmed <laughs> and very anxious, but Heroes Con's kind of become a family he's met and some really cool people yeah and it just 
you know, like us. <laughs> We're in it. I'm an otter. I'm a sexy little otter. A sexy little otter. I'm a bunny rabbit, and we help rebuild his ship. Oh, it's so like like legit. I'm the cutest freaking bunny rabbit <laughs> in the world. Like, and I help rebuild his boat. And no, I mean it's how I feel about heroes. Is you go and you're kind of broken down, and the heroes family kind of puts you back together, mm-hmm. and you can make it another year. Yeah, and as we mentioned, Jared Cullum's uh, HeroesCon art auction piece went for like a bajillion dollars. Yeah. He did an awesome painting. If you go to dollarbin.net, HeroesCon Part 1, the image that I used, is the unfinished painting. He actually did a little bit more work on it. But uh, sharing a table with him at SPX yeah. is, um, is Autumn Haynes, and she did Kitty Cutthroats. And it is a story about time-traveling kitty cats. And uh, the adventures that they get in, and they talk about, you know, there's a kitty cat, uh, kitty cat mouse rebellion, civil war thing. And they talk about that, and they're kind of like spinning out of control through time, jumping here and there. And it's, um, yeah, it's like set up, and it talks about the, and the kitties, and you get to know the kitty personalities, and it's fun. And um, if you're interested, Autumn Haynes is a comics enthusiast, drawer of whimsical things, and gardener, in roughly that order. She is inspired by the weird and wonderful hidden in the mundane. So, uh, yes! Yeah! Cutthroat kitties. Don't really know what else more to talk about, it, but it's cute, and it's kitties time traveling. Um, speaking of kitties, I picked up Big Pussy by Gina <laughs> Weinbrandt, and this book was weird. Um, it goes along with our neon pink theme because it's all pink. <laughs> um, it's white with pink print and it's all pink. Everything <laughs> pink. And there are these weird kitty cats with people faces. Did you say it's all pink in the middle? Um, there's these <laughs> cats with these weird human faces. And then there's this chick, and it's about growing up and being immature. And, yeah, it it was, like, it was funny and it was weird, but man, this kitty cat faces, <laughs> like, I don't even know. It was, yeah, yeah. Um, she also has a new book coming out, or, no, it's out already. Someone, please have sex with me. Look at that cat, man, look at that face. <laughs> this book was weird. It was good. Sorry, you say it was good again, I clapped. It was good. It was weird. It was good. Um, before I go on to my next book, I want to go back real quick to Kitty Cutthroats and say that um, you can look up Autumn stuff at autumnhaines.tumblr.com and it's Haynes is H-A-Y-N-E-S dot com. Dot com is not part of how you spell Haynes. That's just what follows Haynes. Okay. Uh, I'll do Dungeon Critters. Sure. Dungeon Critters is <laughs> a book about um, puppies and kitties and animals, and they're in a dungeon um, and and adventure, and they're trying to find stuff. It's kind of like a, um, <laughs> essentially, it's kind of like a uh, um, uh, Dungeons and Dragons like campaign. Or a, I would think, I'd, I'd have never played World of Warcraft, but I've seen the show The Guild, and it's kind of that. It's like a guild of these uh, critters, these animals that are all on this adventure to um, get this mystic, uh, like, sword 
And so that's what it is. It's kind of like a little campaign of um, Dungeons and Warcraft critters. Uh, but it's cute and it's fun and they're fighting stuff and they're running and there's like booby traps and it's in color and it is by, oh, I got little sketches in it too. Both creators did a little sketch in it for me. And it's by Sarah um, Goder. I'm pretty sure I got that right. And Natalie Rise might have that right. So um, Sarah Goder, she did uh, the pencils, inks, and additional writing. And according to this book, The Good Jokes. And uh, <laughs> Natalie did writing colors, uh, cover illustration, and the horrible mouth tree. Yee. And uh, so then they did some special thanks. And this is... Um, so you can see more from Sarah at, uh, it's a uh, boozle, B-O-O-Z-L-E dot S Goder, which is S-G-O-E-T-T-E-R dot com. And uh, more from Natalie at snarlbear.com. That was a lot easier, but that's S-N-A-R-L bear, B-E-A-R dot com. But uh, yeah, Dungeon Critters was good. It was fun. And it had swords and axes. I believe there's an axe in here. There's definitely swords. And, oh, there's an axe. And um, I got cute little sketches. I picked up Arc Dogs by J.P. Couvert, which I pretty much always pick up something by him or pick up his newest thing. Yeah. Um, this is a book set in Libertown and the surrounding area. And it's um, a group of school friends who find a treasure map and go on an adventure super fun i love his illustrations um there's like a, a dog and a bird and a weird looking thing and a boy and they go on an adventure and it is great so many adventures so many adventures comics are full of adventures <laughs> take a look it's in a book speaking of adventures but not um, cute, uh, cuddly, lovable critters, or kitty cats, or anything. Uh, I picked up uh, Half Moon Heroes, issue number one, by Jade F. Lee. Uh, I believe I got this on Sunday. This was, um, Sean spotted this one for me. And uh, this is another really well-done book. Uh, it's from 2016. She did a little sign and sketch inside. Again, it's Half Moon Heroes. Uh, this is scroll one, The Dumpling Witch, which is part one of a series. Um, really good print job. It's got a very glossy, shiny interior print, which makes it look really nice. It makes the every the details pop. But um, it's about uh, two characters um, whose names I'll have to uh, <laughs> flip through to read. Uh, it's about two characters. Um, one is kind of a rich daughter, and the other is kind of a servant to the rich daughter, caretaker, kind of. About the same age, one of those kind of things. And... Um, the rich daughter wants to go out and she doesn't want to be just like a rich daughter who gets married. She's being told to get married and all that kind of stuff. She wants to go out and have adventures and she wants to be the, uh, the best adventure champion in the world. Greatest. And so she runs away from home and her uh, kind of her servant caretaker kind of girl goes with her. And she stands up to uh, bullies and stuff and realizes that maybe adventuring is not all she thought it was cracked out to be. And, um, but then she meets some characters along the way. I don't want to ruin things that help her on her journey, finding out, discovering who she is and who she can be and things like that. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I probably could have just read the back <laughs> and it would have given a better, do you guys want to hear the back? I'll read the back real quick. Um, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So Half Moon Heroes tells the story of 
Hong Yi Jun, which again, boom, the name right there. Uh, a pampered young girl who abandons a life of wealth and comfort for the excitement of the martial world. Accompanied by her loyal but exasperated handmaiden, Hui Yi Jun, travel, oh, Hui Yi Jun travels to the infamous Half Moon Bay to begin her adventure, unaware of the brewing dangers in the bustling town at the edge of lawlessness. The story is an homage to Wu Zhe genre and features martial arts, legendary feats of heroism, and sisterhood. That's pretty much what I said, right? Yeah, you pretty much summed it up pretty well. That was kind of close. I think she used uh, better wording in her description of what her story is about than I did. What is her name? Uh, Jade was, F. Lee? Yeah, Jane F. Lee. Jade? Jade. Jade F. Lee. I'm talking too fast. Okay. I need to slow down. Slow down. You move too fast. Go. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to number two of this. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. Oh, and there's also a glossary in the back, which is cool. Oh, that nice. talks about kind of the some of the words that were used and what they mean. And uh, there's a character index so you can help kind of remember and keep the character straight and things like that. So it was really neat. It's very, uh, very well done. Very good design. And yes. Yes. So I picked up Iron Scars, um, chapters one through five. Um, one has got um, just one in it. And then the second one's got chapters two and three, and then the fourth one. Third one has four, and then the fourth one has five, to make things very confusing for those at home. <laughs> but, so there's four issues, but five chapters. But the covers have kind of hand-done watercolors on them. So the trees are green, and the water's blue, and then there's like a kind of a bloody trail, and a purple door. But it's basically kind of kids on this kind of magical island. So again, there's a lot of magic and adventures, um, and the two main characters are two young girls, which you gotta love the diversity in, in comics at SPX, where it's not, you know, another story about a teenage boy who gets superpowers. Yeah. Not that those aren't fun as well, <laughs> but. It's good to see that there are comics out there that girls can relate to. Yeah. Uh, speaking of comics that girls, I, I guess I'll pick up this. That's not a very good segue. I, I mean, it is. Uh, so Laura Terry, let's just, no segue. Yeah. Laura Terry. Yeah. Laura Terry is someone who uh, we picked up a book from a few years ago, and it was amazing. And since then, everything Laura Terry does, we own. Pick it all up. Um, she's not the only one. We got another one later on. Who everything she does, we pick up as soon as they come out. A lot of people, everything they do, we pick up as soon as <laughs> as soon as we can. But yeah. Laura Terry, um, I, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, she's she's really good. Um, she has uh, some great stories. Um, this one in particular that I'm going to talk about is Kitsune, which uh, and the Land of the Immortals. So I guess this is a new series that she's doing. Um, she had another series that she. What was the other series that we had last year? And we bought an issue, and it was good, but... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, it's in the stack over here. Oh, man, there's some good stuff in the stack over here. Keep going, it's at the bottom. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. August Chase. So we have August Chase Volume 1 and Volume 2 from the uh, last couple of years. But uh, this is a new series, uh, Kitsune and the Land of the Immortals. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with Kitsune. 
You you are Sean. Yeah. Right? Um, it's the cat, and it has a bunch of tails. Yeah, yeah. She's like a, kind of a trickster, kind of. Um, I don't know. If she's a demigod, or how that works, or just mystical creature, or I'm not really sure. But uh, you I, guys probably know. Whatever. I think I watched a Korean. Oh man, yeah, you did. Yeah, that it was like live Korean, action soap Korean soap opera. Soap opera was kind of a thing. Oh, yeah, man, where was... she didn't really know where she was. Yeah, and then yeah. there was like it was. And she was like a cat, not a cat sometimes. Yeah, and... it was ridiculous. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So this is about her um, being bored and kind of taking an adventure into our uh, human realm, our human world, and kind of a. Uh, Picking up, uh, picking a human to kind of um, help on her journey through life through uh, jokes and tricksteries. Nice. And uh, I don't want to ruin kind yeah, of where it goes. Yeah, please don't. I haven't read it yet. I don't want to ruin. Spoilers. Uh, I don't want to ruin kind of where it goes, but it's um, it's good. It's Laura Terry, um, and it's her art's great, and her storytelling is just really playful, um, really like kind of just, uh, draws you into the story. I love really like her, her color sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Her color palette is... Very visually pleasing. Yeah, in this one, there's a good mix because, like, some of it's in the evening and some of it's, like, indoors and some of it's outside. And I think the color palette really blends well to um, the situation in, in the book. Absolutely. I agree. Where to go? I don't know. I'm running out, Sean. Oh, man. Well, I mean, you can talk about the middle. I'm so. going to. Okay, that's why I put them in the middle. Yeah. And you can maybe talk about this, too, if you want. Sure. Okay. So, I... Took a chance on a book that got nominated for an Ignatz, which I don't know if that's really taking a chance. No. Because, okay, fine. Well, definitely if it won an Ignatz, it would not be taking a chance. Getting nominated is not really taking a chance either. Yeah. So I got As the Crow Flies um, by Melanie Gilman. And it's a book about a girl who doesn't really fit in and she's going away to the summer camp. And I think she's like the one person of color who's in this camp, she doesn't fit in. So it's kind of her, this is um, chapter one of, I assume, a continuing story. Um, Cause it definitely just kind of gives you the introductions. Um, but you know, it's kind of her trying to figure out her place in this. And it's, I think it's done in colored pencils, but the artwork is amazing. I mean, for, for being colored pencils, it's so rich and just very warm like there's a certain kind of warmth to it and i and i definitely like the kind of tomboy girl who doesn't fit in um and and again it's it's great that svx has so many diverse leads so this is you know a person of color and female and tomboy doesn't fit in and, and it, it's very very relatable so I'm glad that I took a chance and picked it up. Speaking of diverse and relatable, I always get stuff from Monica Gallagher. She <laughs> does Bonnie and Clyde 9 to 5, a story about a roller derby girl who is roller derby all the time, even when she's at her 9 to 5 job. That's relatable, right? <laughs> we all carry our hobbies into our work. Uh, yes, that's true. Uh, but uh, So I bought the complete collection uh, about uh, of... Um, Bonnie and Clyde. That's not really one to talk about. I've talked about Bonnie and Clyde before. I bought the single mm -hmm. shoes. You should, uh, she, you can get this online too. Again, Monica Gallagher, Bonnie and Clyde, Roller Derby Girl, 9 to 5. Awesome. She also uh, did Out in These Woods, which is a short kind of uh, personal story 
about um, horror movies. Mm. Now she wasn't really into horror movies, and then like through a rough time in her life, she got like she was like, oh, let me do some Netflix horror movies, and she really got like sucked into it and just kind of like um, becoming a part of like just watching all these horror movies and relating to the characters or putting herself in the character positions. And, um, and I'll, I guess I'll read, see, and there's like little sketches in the back and stuff. It's just kind of, um, of, and quotes that she's clung on to. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, in the back it has, my therapist told me a metaphor she'd heard from a friend on what it felt like to be in my current situation. When you're at a point when you've decided and arranged and planned for a life in one on one path you know who you are and where you're headed and your identity in that moment and the chapter ends and your new reality becomes the white space uh it's kind of like what she was uh, before you start the next chapter so your new reality always but that's kind of what she this is kind of like a chapter in her life when it went from not not like watching or being in horror movies and then some traumatic uh rough rough time in her life and then horror movies and then kind of sucked into that and stuff like that and it's kind of neat yeah, uh, good. out of these, out of the, out in these woods by Monica Gallagher, who um, I don't know. She intimidates me. She's awesome. Her awesomeness intimidates me. You're what very quiet around her. I don't I know am. why. I don't know why I can't talk to Monica Gallagher. I mean, you like her stuff. You've been buying stuff for her for years. You bought an original strip last year. Yeah, I never know what to say to her. I don't know what to say to her. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know why. It's okay. We all have those people that were yeah. like, I really like you, but I don't know what yeah. to say. Yeah. Besides, I like you. I just like throw money at her and I walk away and I love her stuff. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like, here's money, give me a book. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Ugh. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of people I just throw money at. Yeah. <laughs> let's go with Melissa Mendez. I picked up Lou. And the first issue of The Weight. Um, Lou, I have a few of the minis, but I didn't have all of them. And since she had this really nice kind of bound edition with the whole entire story, I went ahead and picked it up. Um, I really love her stuff. I love her storytelling. She, she's able to kind of hit at certain emotions um, through her kind of like rough storytelling, like um, kind of sketchy drawings. Um, her storytelling is very kind of innocent and it kind of gets at that that emotion that raw emotion the um, Lou especially is about kind of growing up and it kind of hits at a certain a certain visceral part and then I picked up the first issue of the weight and then at the beginning it um, kind of talks about her grandpa Jack so I was like well crap I'm gonna want to read all these because you know my grandfather recently passed away and I've been kind of dealing with those emotions so, uh, I went ahead and picked up the rest of them. And it was so funny. Like, every time I went by her table, she wasn't there. Yeah. Um, so, I did. I finally saw her and got her to do a little sketch. But, um, so I did. I read all the issues of The Weight. And it is heavy. <laughs> Which also is why I haven't read it yet. Yes. Um, so, it's, you know, a woman falls in love with a guy. Maybe doesn't treat her that well. She gets pregnant. They run off. Or he kind of takes her off and it, so it's kind of the story of the mother-daughter relationship with this man who is abusive so it's very it's very heavy but again I mean it, the the art style it's it's very I mean it's very visceral it, it, it hits you with the with the emotions it's I don't know, it's heavy I like I don't know what other word to describe it but it's a really good story and it's really good storytelling 
the pacing's good. It's just, it's just so, it's dark, but it's what it's supposed to be. And, you know, growing up, and it's kind of set in maybe like the 50s almost. It kind of feels like maybe like post-depression. I'm not sure what era it's supposed to be, um, but it's really, it's a really good story. I, I highly recommend it. So I meant I didn't realize at the time uh, when I was talking about it, but I talked about kitties earlier. Maybe yeah. remember you, you remember, maybe remember, remember the, talking about the, kitties the, before it got sad. Yeah, uh, I also uh, picked up Stoner Night from him, <laughs> which I didn't really think about the fact that he did Stoner Night and kitties. And uh, so Stoner Night, uh, as punishment for an odious crime of which he was wrongfully accused. Sir Jonah Marriage is cursed to consume a rare and widely coveted herb to remain immortal while his flesh wastes away. His eternal, he is eternal, he is damned, he is stoner knight. And it's about this knight who gets like caught up in stuff and he's, I don't think he's really interested in it. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's like this dead skull knight thing and he's immortal and he fights people and um yeah man stoner knight <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he also threw in a uh, stoner knight side quest which is a, just like a little short mini that he did um starring stoner knight which just comes down to stoner knight being stoner knight man stoner knight's gotta do what stoner knight's gotta do and uh again um, I'm a pretty big fan of Greg Steele now. Now that I've read Kitties and Stoner Night, I'm, uh, I'm going to have to look for more of, uh, more of his stuff up, man. That's it. Stoner Night. It's about a knight who's immortal and fleshless and has to smoke herb forever. That's K-N-I-G-H-T, Night, Stoner Night. I'm going to get serious again. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to let you bring it up. I'm just going to keep... No, I think this is maybe the only other serious book I have. So I picked up Your Black Friend by Ben Passmore. And the back of it, it says, Your Black Friend is an open letter from your black friend to you about race, racism, friendship, and alienation. So this is just stuff that has been going on in the media and stuff that I think about constantly, all the time, constantly. It was really good. Um, the ending... I Is thought, it one story? Yeah. Okay. It's just one story. It, it's basically a guy at a coffee shop kind of explaining, you know, his experiences. And, I mean, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty spot on with what's kind of been in the media recently. And the ending just kind of, you know, are things ever going to change? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they are. Well, I don't know if things are going to change because of maybe something you've heard of called the Illuminati, because they control the world. So I've got Sage Coffee's Illuminati Breakfast, and it's about the Illuminati having breakfast. It's a breakfast meeting of the Illuminati. Okay, and I'm going to spoil it. No, I'm going to spoil it. Should I spoil it? I don't care. There's, I won't care. There's a celebrity, a certain celebrity that shows up, and it made me laugh out loud. <laughs> it's kind of like whenever you watch the Stonecutters episode of The Simpsons <laughs> and then Steve Gutenberg is there and you kind of get a chuckle. Yeah. That's kind of what it reminded me of. Uh, Sage Coffee is um, 
we met her at Baluk, probably. Or HeroesCon, Heroes when Con. she was my brother. Oh, yeah. That's right. When you guys did the um, live reading of the Chris Schweitzer Krogan's radio drama story. Yep. She was my brother, and then we went out to dinner. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I guess we more. I think we met her at HeroesCon. We didn't meet her at Fluke, did we? We met her at dinner at HeroesCon. She sat yeah. across from us. Yeah, I think we, we maybe bought... We've, I mean, we've seen her at Fluke. Yeah, but, but we I'm met her. Sure, yeah. Yeah. At, yeah, that's right. We sat across from her at dinner at, at Heroes. Yep. Um, so Illuminati Breakfast, she's also one of uh, the two co-editors uh, on Sweaty Palms, which is an anthology about anxiety. And uh, Dollar Ben's own Sean is a contributor to sure Sweaty Palms. Am. Sweaty Palms, which was successfully kickstarted. Yep. So that actual printed book will be coming to you soon yeah yeah which is crazy to think about i just hope that mine's not the weakest link <laughs> i keep saying that i don't know then don't you feel bad then for the one that's not as good as yours maybe the i ones, want mine to be the one you know maybe that I'm, one that's not as good as yours. maybe i want mine to be the weakest link then because maybe <laughs> like i just want mine to be as good as everybody else's is what i should say i, wonder, I just hope my mind's good i wonder how much anxiety working in on this anthology brought to people a lot because i don't know about you <laughs> out there who worked on it but i was super anxious so my story is about um Kind of the two weeks of adjusting to kind of anti-anxiety, anti-depression medicine. Because um, it was super weird and it made me do weird things. You keep telling me to project, but I can't project. I don't know. You're like talking down and mumbling. Yeah. All I'm saying is speak with a yeah. clear voice. Don't speak down at your feet and mumble. I'm so used to speaking down to a microphone when we do this <laughs> that I think I just naturally point my voice talk down. to me look i'm right across from you talk hey, to me hi but maybe i get shy and embarrassed talking and i <laughs> want to look down yes hey so. so yeah so we hey yeah we were interviewed by joan rusty oh yeah that's at SPX, and we yeah. talked about sage and sweaty palms and our podcast and our zines yeah and my I hope, anxiety i hope they post it i do too it may not be till <laughs> next year yeah because <laughs> that's what they did with this year's they posted or last year, 2015 was posted like a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I figure I think our it was fun. It's, it was yeah, fun it was pretty timeless. It's timeless. I, I, it doesn't. No, it was. I did um, find myself interviewing them. You do that though. You just ask questions, <laughs> and then I find myself Sweet. being quiet and in the middle. Yeah. And then not knowing where to look because there's a camera. And I'm like, I didn't know where to look too. I kept I look looking at it. I kept kind of winking at it uh, and then talking back because I was like, look. I was like, this is being filmed, but like we're sitting at this table and we're kind of talking. So people are just watching the sides of our faces. Yeah. So I tried to turn around and I tried to move my mic. Yeah. I don't know. You know so I hope it's visually interesting. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. people watch it, but if you just listen, listen. to oh, it, yeah, yeah. I hope that it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I had a ton of fun. Yeah. I was really glad to do it. I was glad that they saw us worthy. Yeah. To interview. I've been wanting to be interviewed by them for years now. Yeah. Ever since we interviewed them. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, SPX years ago. Full sanction. Full sanction. Full sanction. Yeah. It kind of, <laughs> I'm on ball sometimes. Yeah. So, um, I had a segue, but then, oh, no, I don't. Okay. Wait, I'm going to, okay. I'm going to go to ladies with swords. Zero segue. Sean found this one. Um, 
it's it's a pinup book of ladies. I was looking for more of stories with swords, but um, I got a few things with kind of pinups. So I, I bought. I this, mean, the art's good. Yeah, the art's good. Um, so ladies with swords by Jordan Witt, and it's uh, a pinup of um, ladies with swords. And I bet you that every single one of these is a character from some story I'm not familiar with, or maybe not. Maybe they're all original characters, but I I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm familiar. They with could any be original characters, but I. Uh, they all have like a familiar kind of look to them, so I'm not really sure. But uh, Ladies with Swords, full color, pinup book. Oh yeah, because that kind of looks like Michonne. Yeah, and then I think that's a character, the angel with the sword. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. They're probably characters I'm not familiar with. We're not familiar with a lot of stuff. Yeah, not familiar with a lot of things. Yeah, Sean and I finished watching Stranger Things. We don't need to get into that really, but um, a lot of those Dragon Con costumes make a lot more sense now. Yeah, I was like, what is ever, what is up with like the alphabet and Christmas lights? Like, yeah. I don't understand this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw a dude with like nails and a baseball bat. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was like, I don't understand these costumes. <laughs> and right, just come, just gonna jump in. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Let's talk about Weird Me. That's all you gotta do is pick up a book. Yeah. Talk about it. So I picked up the last two issues of Weird Me. It's Katie Phillips's Growing Up Online with Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> and it's her stories about her coming of age while she is a Weird Al super fan with a blog and like a website. So she did this whole fan site for Weird Al. She went to a ton of shows. She transcribed lyrics back before that was, you know, a thing. Mm -hmm. um, she met people online. She made friends. She also does, um, she's a co-editor of the all-girl comic anthology Dirty Diamonds. Which I wanted to get one, but I didn't pick one up yet. But that sounded really cool. And I really enjoyed it. I really like Weird Al. The other day at work, I mentioned the phrase mandatory fun. So then I listened to the Weird Al album, Mandatory Fun, for the rest of the day. <laughs> that was fun. It was not mandatory, but it was fun. Uh, okay, so earlier I mentioned Laura Terry. And how we have to pick up everything that she does. And I said that there was another. I'm actually going to maybe knock out two right now, Sean. So that may throw you off a little. No, that's so fine. More than I, I, might, I might do Group all of this at together. once. Okay. And then talk about something. So I talked about Laura Terry and how we have to have everything. And I mentioned that there was another creator who we have to have everything that she puts out. And I mentioned that there's actually a lot of creators that we have to have everything they put out. Uh, the first one I'm actually going to talk about is one that I don't really think about it. At having to like oh man i gotta get such and such by so-and-so because it's taken for granted and that's because um it's a little different so curl studio carolyn bolevsky and joe carabeo see we're friends like we're like i like their stuff but we're friends so i don't really think of it as oh my god i gotta get those oh what are the new books like sean and i write down what are all the books that we have by laura terry and we go okay make sure we don't have these and make sure we don't buy but like with curls i know what we have and I know what their new stuff is I follow them I'm friends with them we talk so um I did I wrote all their stuff I was like I need to get all these yeah so so like um I didn't really think about that but uh so Curl Studio we have all their stuff um Sean and I picked up uh French Fry Club as well as Little Monster Little Red Monster and Shaving Cream uh which are two little cute short stories uh which I actually read right before 
uh, while we were setting up for recording this. Now, um, the uh, the other one, the uh, the French Fry Club, I'd read that already, uh, like um, a couple weeks ago, probably now. And it's uh, it's like okay, so they've got this Black Magic Tales, right? And then they've got this uh, Kid Roxy. So it's like it's all these uh, these same characters, uh, Roxy and Dean, his Black Magic Tales. They're kind of like a Bonnie and Clyde of present day, like. Um, like if Bonnie and Clyde, like where they're famous and, you know, it's kind of like, okay, so you know how like, um, Metalocalypse is about like death clock and they're like the number one, like, uh, economy in the world and like the whole world will crumble because everybody's super fans of them, but they're just like some metal band. So it's kind of weird. Okay. So, <laughs> so, um, Black Magic Tales is, uh, Dean, Roxy and Dean who are like these criminals who everybody like loves and, and they all kind of build up and stuff like that. I don't know if that really compares to Metalocalypse, but um, that's kind of the first thing that came to mind where they're, they're um, just famous. They're really famous, but they're also criminals like Bonnie and Clyde. But okay, so Kid Roxy is Roxy before uh, Black Magic Tales. And then this French Fry Club also has, uh, has Roxy in it. And um, it's just kind of a story. It's a, like kind of a, it's a Kid Roxy story. So, but it's uh, like a little kid, Roxy. Yeah, but it's like a little kid, kid Roxy. So uh, I I'll have to um, read through that because it doesn't say Kid Roxy anywhere on here. But yeah, pretty sure. But yeah, like so. Anyway, um, that's the French Fry Club book. But okay, so I, was, I said two, and and I'm gonna go ahead and do the other one too. Uh, that's Curl Studio. Uh, you can find Curl Studio uh, online as well. Everywhere. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. They Joe um, does a lot of photography and he does short films. And Carolyn does a lot of art and um, illustrations. And uh, the Curl Studio uh, strips or curl, uh, curls is a strip that she does. And uh, so all, all of that, um, you can find that online. Now, the other one that I was talking about, is um, that we always have to write down to make sure we, we have everything. And that is the stuff from Sarah Turner or Sarah L. Turner. <laughs> um, but um, so we, are, so Sarah Turner does uh, Tiny Ghost Stories and um, The Ghosts of Pineville. The Ghosts of Pineville is a kind of a trade paperback collection that she does. And God, I mean, how are these not pub Like she publishes these herself, right? This they is, are so good. And this is the third volume? Yeah. And they, they're they like perfect bound trades. Yeah. It's the third volume. And she I don't know that she does these through a publisher at all. She does these herself. Yeah. And they're really good. And so I kind of like, okay, so there's Ghost of Pineville. But then she also does the Tiny Ghost Stories. And so we picked up Ghost of Pineville Volume 3. Oh, and so Cricket Press. Mm-hmm. Is that, yeah, so... That's right. So, but I don't, I, but I don't, I think that she, it's still just a, it's like a small press. Store. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, it's her, it's her, her small press, press, press. press thing. So you can check out her on Etsy. Yeah. She sells her books on the website. Um, she sells like minis and prints on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can get a lot of, like we picked up Ghost Town. Yeah. Number two, which is a kind of collection of kind of single images. Mm-hmm. Some of her minis are like smaller ghost stories, but this is more like, like an art book. Yeah. And you can pick up a lot of those as prints on our website. And they're so good. They're so good. Like, I really, I'm thinking about getting some of those for Halloween. She has such a good sense of horror. And it's not like, horror. It's like, it's like kind like of spooky. creepy, crawly, yeah. spooky horror. Yeah. And like, but not even just her storytelling, but like her design. Yeah. Because a lot of her art, like in this especially, it's very design 
related. Yeah. And um, it's really, really cool. And it's got a really cool Halloween, like, kind of ghost town feel to it. Yeah, I love it. It's like a wood cutting kind of aesthetic. Like, it's mm -hmm. it's very yeah, kind yeah. of like earthy. Yeah. And um, you can find more from Sarah, like Sean had mentioned, um, her Etsy. But then also, uh, it's it's all, all their stuff is tinyghoststories.com. You can find stuff there too. But we have a whole collection. And it's cool because like, you know, the first thing we ever bought from her, and we, we go back SPX reviews years ago, is like Sean bought the story and I bought a mini from her. We each bought a mini from her. And then we found out that my story was actually a mini story told within her story that she bought. Yeah, so of... I got Ghost of Pineville Volume 1 and yeah. Adam got the story of like Sarah Van Zandt or something. Yeah. And so I read Ghost of Pineville the trade first. Yeah. And Adam read, read the, the mini. mini. But that mini is the ghost story that's in it. So it was like yeah. we came at it a two different perspectives. Like I yeah. knew about the story, but then I got to read the story and Adam read the story. Yeah. And then got to see it kind of play in modern time. So it yeah. was really cool. That was really cool cuz that way cuz like you said we got to experience it different and yeah. um who knows? Who knows if, if, if roles returned, how it would have worked out? I don't know. Maybe she's the whole reason that this whole relationship with us works. Because we each read those stories backwards. Maybe it's because of Sarah Turner that we have such good chemistry. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I'm going to burn through some just like... Burn through them. I, so I bought like a, just a bunch of like random books and random stuff. But it was a lot of fun. Um, so I got Monty's Brews and Imbiber's Guide to an Evening with Mr. Odegap. And it's stories by Jake Miller and illustrations and design by Kate May. So it's um, kind of different drinks. And then there's a story that goes along with it. But um, the paper is made to look like it's kind of wet and kind of tea stained. I guess beer stained. <laughs> Um, so it was, it was a lot of fun. Like, I kind of want to make the Laughing Anvil, um, which is basically just whiskey, lemon juice, and aromatic bitters. But then there's, you know, like, apple cider with nutmeg and cayenne and cinnamon. And, like, there's a, a mead and kind of black magic. And there's all kinds of stuff. It was, it was fun. I'm glad I picked it up. It was very... Kind of like everything we, or a lot of stuff I got was pretty like Halloween-y. Because SPX is kind of, I see it as the unofficial beginning of fall. Even though it's still been yeah. like 80 or 90 degrees. SPX is usually when the cool weather starts. Yeah, especially since we go up to Maryland and it's always a little cooler. So I never really know what to, what to expect for weather-wise. Like what do I pack Yeah, I'm going up there. Uh, and then I picked up a mini, all your least faves are trans. And this was about Sweeney Todd. So it was, I was just a really interesting kind of take on, like, in order to have kind of your name changed and you to be, like, change your sex, you have to go in front of a judge. And I never really thought of, of having to do that. Um, so it was just, man, it was just really weird. Because it talks about the villain being a judge. And so when you go through the transition... You have to go before this judge, and this judge decides your future. And just kind of how messed up that is. So yeah, there was that. I also picked up a cheap and easy introduction to they/them pronouns. Hmm. 
so kind of so many people get all bent out of shape about what pronoun to use if you identify yourself as a certain gender and you prefer that pronoun then use it and encourage people to use it but at that same time you have to explain to people because people don't get it people I mean a lot of times it's just people people don't mean to be mean they don't mean to be ignorant but if you don't come across people who identify as a different gender you just don't know and a lot of times people need that explained to them because it's I mean it's different it's out of the norm so this kind of helps you kind of have kind of an easily kind of summation of it's okay to use like they them and it kind of talks about why pronouns matter and kind of why you should use them and kind of don't be a jerk and to use genderless pronouns when referring to people and if you're not sure ask people and don't be afraid to kind of talk and have that conversation it can be really hard to do like I can't imagine constantly having to correct people but at the same time that's who you are you know and you need to be true to yourself and your identity so don't be afraid to be who you are and to use the pronoun of your choice we'll all learn we'll all adjust <laughs> yeah um, I also got All Better, an anxiety coping zine by P. Curley. So it was just, you know, kind of like a few kind of cute little things to, you know, kind of help you de-stress and just looking at the small things and enjoying the small things and not getting overwhelmed with your life. Um, I just really loved like the soft nature of the comics. Everything was very rounded and it was like marker and it's very... It has a very pleasing kind of tone to it. So that was really fun. That was really cute. I was glad to pick that up. And I got issues one and two of Glamera. It's kind of like a David Bowie-esque super heroine. And it's like adventures with that. So it's like music and fun and adventure and dance parties. And ghosts in issue number two and it was so much fun and I'm <laughs> glad I picked those up boom <laughs> those were the things that I took chances on okay I uh, I was walking through SPX and I passed by this one table a few times and this guy had uh, kind of stories told on uh, I don't I don't know um, elongated strips kind of like vertical strips and they were all, I guess, self-contained stories per strip, kind of prints of a story. And he had collections of them. And I was like, wow, that's kind of neat. And I kept walking by going, oh, I should look at that. I should look at that. I should look at that. So I finally was like, okay, I'm going to go buy one of these. And he was sold out of his collections. He had the individual strips still, but I wanted the collection. So I didn't buy it. But I flipped through his other stuff. And I picked up Trying Not to Notice by Will Dinsky. Now, apparently, Will Dinsky has been coming to Heroes Con just as long. Heroes Con. Jeez Louise. <laughs> we That's, do that. I know. Here, like, everything's all the time. like Heroes Con. It's yeah. always everything. He's been coming to SPX as long as I have, maybe longer. Who knows? But he actually comes in from Minneapolis uh, for Heroes Con. And I, so I noticed visually that I really liked his strips that he had. And then he had a few books on his table. So I've kind of looked around, flipped through them, and see if I wanted to pick one up. You know, I had my heart set on the strips, but figured I, I'd give his books a shot and I flipped through this one and then on the back 
it has a quote from Josh Cotter, Joshua Cotter, Joshua W. Cotter. And uh, I obviously, I love Josh Cotter's stuff. Um, he recently had Not Away Volume 1 come out. He's working on Not Away Volume 2, uh, which is super good. And I finished reading it a few weeks ago. I'm really excited. I really, really like Not Away. It's probably another book that I would have picked up at SPX had I not already purchased it and owned it. Um, but I was really happy. Um, really good book, Not Away by Josh Cotter. Uh, but that's not about him. It's about, even though I wanted to plug that since I would have picked it up anyway. But uh, so this uh, this book here, The Trying Not to Notice, it's kind of a, um, it's a chain of stories with all, uh, all about characters that all relate to this one guy, kind of. And it's all kind of different points of view in their lives and things like that. And the quote from Josh Cotter on the back is, Densky is an astute observer of human, of the human condition transcribing our fears, anxieties, delusions, and depression into his every line, taking care to remind us of the humor that can be found in one's ongoing struggle with a myriad <laughs> impediments inherited, inherent in our species. And that's what it is. It's, it's basically a kind of a character study of different people that all kind of relate and tie together um, from different points of view. And it's really good. Um, I'm really glad I bought it. It's kind of, it's a perfect bound uh, book as well. Um, the uh, 2D Cloud is what it's uh, published through, which I have stuff by 2D Cloud. Maybe I have stuff. Anyway, but um, this was really good. And then he also, um, uh, I got a, uh, an honest performance from him as well, which is super interesting to me. And it's just, it's coincidental that he gave me this, you know, it was at a 2, 2D Cloud yeah. as well. Uh, Big cool. Pussy is a 2D Cloud. Yes, I know I've seen stuff from 2D Cloud before. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so An Honest Performance is about a person who's having a documentary done about him. And just, like, how kind of shitty it is to have, like, all these people <laughs> following you around and have this, like, documentary you're kind of always on kind of thing. And uh, since I plan on doing a documentary, it definitely got me kind of thinking. And I thought it was um, an interesting coincidence that he... He included this book with my purchase about doing a documentary. Yeah. Um, being that I do documentaries. So. Nice. Yeah. These were really good. So Roger Langridge was back at SBX. I feel like he hadn't been there the past couple years. He hasn't. Um, but yeah. So he has a new collection of Fred the Clown. So I picked that up. I have not read it yet, but I can't wait. It looks amazing i love roger i love his sense of humor i love his storytelling his timing his just pacing it i mean everything is just so like classic comedy i love it and i also picked up a sketch show which is just random kind of drawings and scribblings and then kiwi quickies which are one hour strips that he did while he was in new zealand um so it was just kind of like a travel log it was a lot of fun I love Roger, so I was really, really excited to pick these up. Speaking of people we love, besides, you know, each other and you, the listeners, we picked up uh, Persons of Interest from Dustin Harbin, or Dusty, or Darbin. <laughs> and it is a collection of uh, sketches, or some famous spoke I drew. Uh, it's a collection of um, drawings by Dustin Harbin of some famous people like Judge Dredd and Luke Cage and Sinestro and Napoleon and um, 
Uh, Andre the Giant. Well, it's 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 um, trying to remember. It's Fezzik. His, yeah, Fezzik from uh, Princess Bride, and uh, the dude that's uh, from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, who's not Ferris Bueller. <laughs> and uh, the principal. No, no. Oh. And um, Furiosa and a bunch of and Akbar and uh, Dustin Hartman himself on of his. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's really good. So these are fun pinups from Dustin Hartman or, or sketches or drawings from Dustin Hartman, a little art book of persons of interest. You can find more from Dusty at dharbin.com, I believe. That's correct, right? Also Darbin. Also known as Darbin. <laughs> com. Yes. Uh, also, he is at Dustin Harbin on Instagram and dharbin.tumblr.com. Oh, and he has a Threadless store as well. Oh, yeah. Shirts. Yep. So. Okay. I'm going to open <laughs> this. So, this is a wall climber. It's going to be way louder than you are because you have a direct end of the mic. Sure. Yeah, no. I, I'm, I wasn't going to do that the whole time. So, it's a mini print. A wall climber, which is, you know, like the sticky thing that you throw on the wall and it like climbs down the wall. Climbs down the wall. Yeah. And a mini comic about Mr. Spider. And it is so good. Um, David Plunkert, we bought some of his heroicals. Heroicals. So good. I love his just like weird design sense. It's just so funny. It's just, you know, it's basically a certain Spider-Man. Spider-type man. Spider-like spider, spider man. <laughs> but, you know, taken in to some different directions. And it comes with this awesome wall cling. So much fun. <laughs> I love the packaging. <laughs> I'm going to put it back in the thing. Um, Awkwardly. This yeah. is, this for me... I'm not going to. This for me is, uh... This is where the review show gets a little bad for me because I haven't read these books. But I can tell you that we picked them up and that I look forward to reading them. Have you read these yet, Sean? Yes. Oh, yeah. I read those, but the ones that I'm going to talk about, I haven't read yet. Either. Well, I read this one. We can trade that. Okay. Well, I mean, I read that one. What the heck? I'm a Sean. And I read this one. This goes together because this is all tugboat. No. Oh. So okay. So going to talk here. about them. Um, I'll, I read My Brother the Dragon by Galen Goodwin Longstrength. And Jonathan Hill. And it's about a girl whose brother is super into dragons. Like, super into dragons. Like, so into dragons? And it's uh, it's in rhyme. The, the narration is. And the art and the colors are fantastic. I love Tugboat. They do some really good work. And um, yeah, he's super into dragons. And it's through Tugboat Press. Like Sean said, because she was going to review it, but I read it. So I'm talking about it. Even though she may have had smarter things to say. Tugboatpress.com. I think that's about what I would have <laughs> said. Um, so, I'll talk about Everyday Monsters by Jackie Lewis. This is an Inktober that she did a couple years ago. And I just haven't bought this collection from her yet. I think I was finally going to do it at Heroes Con and she had sold out. So, you should always buy things when you want to, because if not, they're going to get sold out. But I was able to get it. So, it's just these kind of everyday monsters, hence the title, Everyday Monsters. And there's a little funny kind of story about them and their life. Um, 
Because, you know, we're all everyday monsters. So, like, Benedict. Benedict throws the best Halloween parties. So it's just fun. I just really, really liked kind of the character designs. Like, I just have no idea, like, how she was able to come up with these. Like, I'm doing my theme for Inktober this year is mediocre monsters. And I definitely don't have the character design skills <laughs> of Jackie Lewis. So far, I've done... Hairy guy and skull dude. You got a new one today, too. Yeah, my dude today is Metal Man, the heavy metal fan. Yeah. I'm working on it. <laughs> but usually, like, I don't sketch beforehand. I just do it. Yeah. Also, you design your characters in about 12 seconds. In my head. In your head. <laughs> and then I just kind of, like, try and transcribe and, that onto the page. And I'm sure you, if you took the time to really think about your designs and drew them over and over again, that you could be almost as good as Jackie Lewis. <laughs> no. 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 And, like, the book, like, she, like, kind of sewed it and glued it and cut out the front so the monster has this tie so there's some sort of like material on the inside for his tie it's just it's a very well put together book seriously why don't donna and eric get married there it's so annoying like i don't know why they just fight all the time about this whole stupid marriage thing like were we like that when we got married i don't know but like, then we he, didn't just, pick out... he just goes to africa and then some other dude shows up yeah and she's a blonde all of a sudden like, i, I don't like what happened donna. i don't know but we didn't fight over silverware no. or patterns no, we just didn't cake. Yeah, but yeah. cake's very important. Yeah. It's not like silverware china, right. which we didn't even pick out. Because no. screw that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Do I so, talk about the rest of these books? Yeah, I haven't read any of these, You Sean. haven't read them? No. I'm just going to watch that 70s show while you talk about the rest God of these books. It. So I haven't... I'll talk about the books that I haven't read <laughs> that I want to. But every year, I pick up stuff from Tugboat. Um, this year I got their free Runner Runner, which is their kind of giveaway book that they do for free comic book day. So every year I kind of pick it up at SPX and it is always fantastic. Um, the one that I got this year, which is number four, has got Sam Sharp, Evan Palmer, Joey Allison Sayers, Andreas Art, and the back cover is Farrell Dalrymple. So, you know, can't go wrong. Can't wait to read it for a freebie comic it's always amazing the stories are always great the artwork's great the production value is great and it's free like what the heck and then i also picked up oh i did read that you read the invisible yeah, I summer did. clutch with I did. liz prince yeah so i love liz prince's stuff i need to read this yeah so um I love the way she draws her stuff. invisible summer <laughs> is two people that kind of do like a diary comic and go back and forth. Yeah. The one person wasn't able to do it really. So Liz Prince kind of stepped in. So it's, you know, just an auto bio comic. It's a lot of fun. It's just like, I like kind of like the loose storytelling and kind of different people's perspective of the same story. It, it was just fun. Like I, I picked up a couple of those throughout the years. Liz Prince's character of herself is adorable. Yeah. No <laughs> joke, man. I, I love that character design. Yeah. Yeah, I, I need to read this. Yes. Yes, you do. You also <laughs> need to read yeah. Katie Skelly's My Pretty Vampire number two and Agent 73. Katie Skelly's pretty awesome, too. Yeah. So um, Agent 73 
is art by Katie Skelly and words by Sarah Horrocks, which mm -hmm. I'm not familiar with her, mm -hmm. but it's another kind of like the spy kind of comic that she does. Yeah. They're fairly risque, but I just, I love her just like saturated colors mm -hmm. and just kind of like her art sensibility and kind of panel choicing, pacing. Like I just, I, she puts together a really good book. And then all of a sudden, there's like naughty bits. <laughs> Katie Skelly also did Nurse Nurse. And we have a Nurse Nurse original art piece. We sure do. And then My Pretty Vampire. It's a vampire story. And so good. So much fun. Like I just, I again, like her colors are amazing. I just, I really enjoy her work. And it's like just big oversized comics and they feel kind of very like 60s. Yeah. So I dig it. Is that everything? That is everything. Uh, let me tell a quick story. Yeah. I'm trying to think. We didn't really talk about kind of what we did in the show. Yeah. What's well, my, my story. Uh, okay. So um, I, I buy a series of books called Shadow Hills that I've got right here. And it's by Sean Ford. And we went by Sean Ford's table like 10 times. And he was never there. And then he left early. So I hope nothing was wrong. Um, but uh, we never got a chance to get the uh, latest few issues of Shadow Hills. I'm a few issues behind. I don't think I got them last year. And then so this year, I'm on number four. And it's up to number nine. And so we didn't get to get any of those. And But I was like, oh, man, you know, I'm kind of bummed out. So I pulled out my one through four and I reread them to like make sure it's like, okay, so it's been a while since I've read Shadow Hills. How much do I like this book? And the answer is a lot. I like this book a lot. So I went online uh, and I just ordered the other five issues of Shadow Hills that I need online. Um, so that kind of sucks that, well, it kind of worked out because I probably would have only bought like one or two issues anyway from him at SPX, maybe one. And uh, online I, was, I just bought all of them. Of course I had to pay shipping, but... Um, now that I've read one through four again, like I'm really, really wanting to read the rest of them. So that's where I'm at on that and Sean Ford. Nice. Yeah. But yeah. So we saw a bunch of our friends and we got to hang out with, um, Joey Weiser. We didn't mention earlier. Yeah. And I mean, Joey yeah. and Curls and Chris Pitzer and Josh Cotter and Jared Cullum and Rob Allman. And a lot of the guys that we hang out with all the time. Yeah, we, we actually stayed in a hotel this year, right yeah. by the hotel. Nearby, the, yeah. The convention's at. It was this awesome hotel where they have exercise equipment in the hotel room. Like a yoga mat and like an exercise ball. And like resistance And like resistance bands. bands. And there was like a huge gym downstairs and a table, tennis table. And uh, like like health drinks and smoothie shakes and juicers and it was crazy and it wasn't that expensive and i think they're convinced it's that um jared joined a cult when he signed us up to stay there yeah because he had to fill out a lot of personal information yeah in order to stay there for some reason yeah <laughs> i think he had to fill out some sort of souvenir or not souvenir <laughs> did i say souvenir membership thing or well like like personal information like workout Oh, did fitness he? <laughs> things, I think. But, I, like, the whole thing was very odd. Yeah. 
But yeah, it's, it was even hotels and it was just a few lights down. Yeah. So we stayed at the workout hotel and then Saturday morning we went and got donuts. Yeah, we showed them. <laughs> yeah, take that. <laughs> <laughs> Threw away all of our junk food and yep. stuff in the hotel. But no, it was really a nice stay in there. We stayed with Rob Ullman and Jared Cullen. Yep. They were extra awesome to let us crash. Yep. And we went to a panel. Yes. And uh, that was cool. It was, um, it was uh, Faith Aaron oh, yeah. Hicks was there and she wasn't at a table and I never met Faith Aaron Hicks and I still haven't met Faith Aaron Hicks, but I got to watch her talk at a panel, which was cool, I guess. But I really want to meet Faith Aaron Hicks because I really like her stuff. She's awesome. Yeah. So we went to the all ages comics yeah. panel. With... Moderated by Heidi McDonald. And it featured uh, Faith, Jeffrey... Aaron... Yeah, go ahead. Faith Aaron Hicks. Jeffrey Brown, and Rebecca Mock, and it was awesome Yeah, to hear them tell stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rebecca Mock is so bright. I, I don't know. Like, she lights she's up She's very animated. <laughs> she's like, um, yeah, yeah. She's and Jeffrey Brown has got that dry wit. Yeah. I love his humor. Yeah. And Faith Aaron Hicks is Canadian, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, it's funny. She talked about her like earlier works and like what they meant and like just kind of like her rebelliousness of them. She seemed kind of, she seemed a little down on her older work. Yeah, I know. That's what I was, was going to say, which I love her older work. So I thought that was weird. Not too close because then we're I'm, closer I'm to not, the rest of the show. I'm not trying. I'm, so, uh, <laughs> I'm adjusting. My knees are hurting. So yeah, I'm mine too. Stretch. Yeah, we're going to call this, uh, call this to a close in. But uh, yeah, so that panel was really good. They talked about all just comics and their work and stuff like that. And we'll leave it at that. Uh, we left early so I could hang out with my family on Sunday and my brother and uh, sister-in-law's baby was born this weekend. Yeah. So happy birthday to Daniel, Jameson, Dottie. Happy day of birth. And I am now an uncle. I'm an aunt. So congratulations to my brother and uh, my lovely sister-in-law. And my mom for being a grandma now and all, and the rest of the family. And I'm excited. I'm an uncle. I've got my baby brother's got a baby. So. Yeah. And I've seen pictures. Cool. So it's real. Yeah. So um, I'm excited uh, to go back up and see family. And uh, SPX is always fun trip to join. I'm sure we missed plenty of stuff to talk about. But we're coming up on two hours and I'm calling it quits. I'm at this point trying to decide if I'm going to cut it into two shows or not. We'll see. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget about the contest on the Dragon Con episodes. Um, don't forget about Comics Fest coming up. Mm. Support local creators and mini comics. They're awesome. They're yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, man. The internet, Etsy and all that stuff. You can get stuff from all these guys now. You can you buy mini comics online easy. You used to not be able to. Right. Now. Yeah. So pretty much all those people you mentioned, I bet you, we mentioned, <laughs> I bet you can uh, look them up online and, and get mini comics from them. It's Halloween. I'm wearing, uh, if you go to our, uh, again, our Instagram, Dollar Bin Comics, Every day, our dollar Dub bin productions because it's not just comics. Yeah, we're more than just comics. Uh, I am wearing a different, uh, taking a picture of the different T-shirt, um, kind of going for a Halloween theme, kind of monsters and stuff like that. So check us out on Dollar Bin Productions on Instagram, uh, www.thedollarbin.net. Comment on the shows, comment on the Instagram. You can join the Facebook group, Dollar Bin Comic Book Fantastic Discussion Group, and talk comics with us. And I'm we're on Twitter and uh, other places. So social media and stuff. Come join us. Have fun. 
Uh, we like talking books. Join the discussion. If you were at SPX, tell us what you picked up and anything that we may have missed. Um, if you weren't at SPX, tell us some things we may have missed. Hey, tell us about anything out there that you think we might be interested in. If it's uh, anything, comics, movies, we don't care. We love all that stuff. Um, thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week. Uh, I'm going to keep this uh, this going and alive and um, looser shows. So be ready for that. But uh, regular looser shows. It's an interesting way of wording things. We're like loose fitting jeans that you can wear every day. It's better than the way I was thinking about it. Thank you guys for listening. Talk to you later. We out.